The sword and the shark. We swing the sword and we swim with the shark. Spoken word and the speaker separate the light from the dark. It's a pleasure and an art. It starts when it ends and it ends when it starts. Dropping daggers into hearts. You can get the combo or a la carte. The living sword hits the hearts. The shark swims into waters that are deep and dark. Travel with us into another dimension where faith frees people and destroys tension. We preach unity, not dissension or detention. Ascension is more than an honorable mention. This is the way. We are people of the way. We don't wait for tomorrow. We live today. The sword and the shark. What's up, Shark? What's cracking? <laughs> How's it going, man? How's it going? I'm good. I'm very good. Yeah. I'm, I'm good very too, good man. now. I'm good. I'm good. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Man, it's all good. Hey, man. It's been a wonderful week. Yes. It's been a wonderful week. Oh. And it's good to get through the week. To make it here. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's blessing. A blessing. Yeah. You, beat, yes. you beat me to it. It's a blessing, man. I heard something so powerful. What's up? If you're alive, that means that your survival rate of everything that came against you is 100%. <laughs> everything that I ain't never heard nothing like that. Everything before. that what? meant to take you out, that tried to destroy you, that attempted to annihilate you, you 100%. have a hundred percent survival rate. Hmm. I never thought of it like that. You made it. Yeah, you made it. I now, made it, it. Is, is, does it mean that we still may have some healing to do, some developing yeah, to do, right. some rehabbing? To, but the survival rate is hundred percent. If you are still alive, if you can hear us, you yeah. have a hundred percent survival rate of everything that Dude. you have gone through. That tried to take you out just this morning. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Because many, God, many man. people Wait. have fallen apart concerning things that came against them. But for you, you're still standing. Mm. Man, that's a word in itself, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's a word. So that's why we give God praise and glory, bro. For not just who he is, but for his sustaining power, his protection. Man. You know, the Bible talks about. <laughs> on fire. I know, right? Immediately on fire. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, the, the no weapon formed against you, Sir Prosper. Bruh. The reality is that's true, but it doesn't mean that you won't get hit. Right. By whatever the weapon is, <clears throat> stuck, man, you know, shot at, shot at, whatever, right? Well, but that's the survival why we put, rate. Yeah, that's why we put on the armor. Exactly. 
but armors for a reason, bro. Because you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna go into battle. It's it's about <laughs> being protected from the hits. He's taking shot. You, you there, the shots are coming. You will you will leave out of battles with dents in the armor, brother, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Oh yeah. But the survival rate, if you hear us right now, 100. you have a 100% survival rate. You went thou out on for the week. Whatever came your way mm. to take you out. Mm. Oh, word. So, Same anyway. <laughs> Be a vendido, good people. Yes. Welcome. Yes, welcome to TMP, the Total Man Podcast. Where you are swimming with the shark. And you are swinging with the sword. Yes, so, hey, sir. so with that being said, let's let's just get into this topic on. Go on, pull the pistol. This morning. We're going to read. <laughs> We're going to read. I can read. From John chapter 2, verses 23 through 25, okay? And I'm going to read this out of Amplified because I want to give as much clarity as possible, much understanding as possible to what the scripture is saying uh, so we can learn even more about what we want to share on this morning. So John chapter two, starting at verse 23, and I'm reading out of the Amplified, okay? We read it. It says, now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many, many, many believed in his name, identifying themselves with him after seeing his signs, attesting miracles, which he was doing, all right? But Jesus, for his part, did not entrust himself to them because he, what, knew all people mm. and understood the superficiality Ooh, and fickleness of human nature. <laughs> and he did not need anyone to testify concerning man and human nature, for he himself knew what was in man in their hearts, in the very core of their being. Okay? Boom. Okay? Let me, let me read this again. Now, when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many believed in his name, identifying themselves with him after seeing his signs, attesting miracles, which he was doing. But... Jesus, for his part, did not entrust himself to them because he knew all people and understood the superficiality and fickleness of human nature. Max say, So let's talk about this. Let's talk about it. The title of this topic on today is don't stand so close to me. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing, man? It wasn't coming out swinging haymakers, man. Don't stand so close to me, chump. So close to me. I I, I can, I, you know, I grew up in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Know, I love the 70s. I think really my, my favorite era is the 70s. But the 80s, I was really, really intrigued by. So one of the groups that came out in the 80s, well, it actually started in the late 70s, but they really prospered in the 80s was the police. <laughs> yeah. Okay. In the group. One of the songs that came out is Don't Stand So Close to Me. 
Don't stand. Don't stand. Don't stand so close to me. You know, we gonna say it with Adrian. Yeah, <laughs> and and you know, and 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 he and he in 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 the in the song, he was referencing being a teacher and having students, and one particular student that tried to get a little bit too close to him. Okay, Ooh. whether she was infatuated, whether she had a crush on him or whatever. He knew that as a teacher, he had a responsibility. Right. Okay. And that there need to be a separation point between him and the student. Okay. And so even though it gave indications that if she continued to stay close, he could have crossed a boundary that he don't need to cross. Ooh. Right? Whoa. You said it one of them words. Yeah. That's the yeah. one of them words. It's a cuss word in Christianity. Yeah. It really It's a cuss word in relationships these days. Ooh. Boundary. You say that. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I'm, but, I'm sorry. But, I'm, but, I'm getting but, ahead of myself. Yeah, but boundary is your buddy. You know? <laughs> I need a boundary, buddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's your, that's your, that's one of your best friends. So it's a boundary. Hey, man, you know what? That's yeah. a piece. But, but he knew that he had to separate himself and keep a distance and keep a boundary. And so there goes the term, don't stand so close to me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. that, that was the term. You know, and later, later on, later on, we, we have our, our Memphis own. Bruh. You know, three. I was about to say, they jacked it. That's exactly where they got that from. You just blew me. You just blew. And they just did a hip hop version of it. Yeah, like don't stand, don't stand. So you know, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, Mm. so that's where they come from. (laughs) Everything has an origin, right? Ain't nothing new under the sun. Nothing new under the sun. But if we go to the word, we Mm. realize that that origin. Goes all, all the way, way back, back to the to Jesus himself. to where, where, where Jesus himself, at this particular time, he had recently performed his first miracle, Bruh. and that was the the the, the miracle of the water Bruh. to the wine. But before he performed that miracle, if you recall in the book of Luke, it talks about when he stood and read. Out of Isaiah, yeah, in the, in saying the, that what the, the spirit of the Lord is upon me and has what anointed. Here we go, me. Mm. Okay, so before the miracle, mm. right, there was the anointing. anointing. Oh, the anointing. So normally, God <laughs> will anoint you before you begin to work. Yes. Man, you better. And the anointing is for somebody, man. The work of the Lord. Get this man away from me. The anointing. Listen, hold on. The anointing is for the work of the Lord. Is to is is to is to perform God's assignments that He gives the person who He anoints. Okay. Now, when we go to John chapter two. What did we just read? I'm looking at it. He said that when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, many believed in his name, identifying themselves with with him him after seeing the miracles. 
Mm-hmm. So the, the the so the miracles were the was the thing that drew the people to Christ. Now they want to identify themselves with him. But they're not true. Because I'm looking right here at 24. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Before that's, we go there. That's cold, man. Yeah. Okay. We're going we're gonna to go there. But, but before we go there, Ooh, wait. what you do with the anointing has the ability to draw attention. Correct. It draws people. Correct. It draws curiosity, right? People become fans. You, hey, hey, stop right there. <laughs> okay. 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 To quote Ma B, um, uh, Mother Blake, Sister Blake said this a long time ago, and that was a hard little saying. Are you a follower or are you a fan? Mm-hmm. Now let's let's that's true. I was now, like, yeah, yeah. Oh no, wow! Okay. So exactly. people were following. They were like, they were fans. You know, it was like, oh wow, he's look at the miracles that, that he's done. Because let's 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 get real with it. Sometimes before you follow, you have to become a fan first. Well, you got you got to, the initial you need to see it. You exactly, to, it's an experience. So, yeah. So, so what you see? Because he said that he said, "Believe me, what for, for the miracles that I perform? If anything, believe that I'm the Son of God." For what you based see, based on the miracles, right? So, you know, I'm inviting you to be a fan, but I don't want you to stay as one. I, I need your fanship to come over into fellowship. Fellowship. I'm okay. Gonna, so, right? f- so f- fanaticism to fellowship. Exactly. Because I can still be a follower and a fan at the same time. Correct, but you can't just. Stay I can't a fan. just be a fan and not be a follower. Yeah, because that. I because think that's what we're dealing with now. Oh yeah, absolutely. So so here we go. We know the anointing draws attention. Correct. So whatever God has on your life to perform your God-given assignments and your purpose to fulfill your purpose on earth, it's going to draw attention. That's what it does. Okay. However. Knowing what's on your life is going to call for a level of wisdom to go along with that because every person that's a fan is not necessarily a follower and Mm. every follower is not necessarily somebody who actually believes because just because you follow don't mean that you believe. So, Crack the egg of moving. So, all right, let's, I hate to say the word evolution. I'll say the process Mm -hmm. for one that is not a believer to experience you or any one of us as, as followers of the way to somebody who's anointed to run up on somebody who's anointed. They witness to you or you, you see something and for lack of better words, there's a level of, you're a fan of this person that you're like, wow, that's, you know, mm-hmm. they put, you pull you in, um, offer Jesus to you, you follow. Mm-hmm. But now you're going from fellowship to a state of submission, submission, mm-hmm. yield and you're yielding in, in total surrender. Total surrender. Ah, that's, what I, that's where I want to go. Yeah. And once you're surrendered now, mm-hmm. you are a believer. You're a believer. 
And so now we start the process all over again. God will share with you that there's an anointing on you mm-hmm. and other people will see that. And then boom, boom. I'm not now. Because the miracles, the miracles are great. Or am I oversimplifying that? The miracles are great. But your surrender, surrender to God is supreme. It's a miracle. <laughs> the, the miracles are great, but your surrender to God is supreme. supreme so in other words, thank God for the miracles. But the reality of the miracles is to draw you into a relationship that requires what? Sacrifice. The miracles are the hook. There you go. Life is a song. The miracles are the hook. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, yeah, that too. It, it can go both ways. Yeah. But but let's 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 get back to this. The enemy got a mean song. The the so Jesus basically knew that they came for the miracles, that they are believing in his name because of the miracles that they see. But it doesn't mean that they down for the cause. I'm with that. You see what I'm saying? I'm with that because see what you do is you have people that are are that are attracted to spiritedness, mm-hmm. not spiritualism. Yeah, and they don't really want to. You know, I hear all the catchphrases. You know, oh, mm-hmm. I'm spiritual. I got to. Re- yeah, you you have a relationship, but at some point, your spirituality and your relationship has to bear fruit mm-hmm. of obedience and surrender. Yeah. So I mean that's what I'm. Am I yeah, on so, the right so, yeah, street because, or am I because, being overly judged? Because because your obedience to surrender <clears throat> is God's requirement of you. That's so what he, who yeah. so what he when he anoints you, and for your assignment, your loyalty must remain with God. Right. The person right. who gives the anointing and gives the assignment that right. the anointing is for. Bruh. So your so your so your 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 loyalty lies with the one who has given you the tools to do what's necessary, right? Mm-hmm. So that means that if I'm anointed, Jesus knew that he was anointed for a task, and he knew part of the anointing performs miracles. That's just one part of. That's it. a part of the you know to perform miracles, yeah. right? But it was also the miracles were performed to give a sign of who he was. Right, I'm with that. Right, I'm following. I'm yeah, tracking. that's the that's the that's the that's the billboard. Yeah, they get you there. Yeah, that's the billboard. That's the that's oh, the drawing. That right. that's the sample. Yeah. Of the main dish. That's the taste. Okay. Right. However, Jesus knew. That everybody that came to him because they believed based on the signs didn't necessarily mean that they trusted him as the son of God or believed that he was the son of God. The only belief that they had didn't go any further than being um, entertained Mm. by the signs. In wonders. So they like Jesus as the showman, but not as Lord. You so many things. You see what I'm saying? (laughs) So many things just rushed through my head right then. You know, and and I'm not on here to beat up 
church culture, but I am on here to speak. We speak our minds, man. I see that a lot now. You see that. And then that, where it's more people are, they come because there's obviously an anointing or there's an, an excitement. I'm not likening anointment to excitement. It's just a parallel that I see. Mm-hmm. But are we really changed? Now, we're all going to, if you really believe, I believe you're entering into sanctification. It's a it's a process you're moving toward. Mm-hmm. But there has to be a surrender. Yeah. And otherwise, then churches turn into like football stadiums where people just come and get fired up, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and then they might even talk about the game the whole week, you know, but. In where it's different is when you're out here watching football, we're not a part of that. We're a part of this team. You can get in the game and play. I think that's where we go off kilter. We don't ever really, a lot of us really don't ever enter the game. We don't leave the huddle. We come here and huddle. Yeah. And I see with with the Lord, he already he already knew that. He saw, he knows the nature of people. I mean, of course he's yeah, he's God, but um it's so many of those kind of parallels as you were talking, running through my head and what you see at churches, mm-hmm. you know, all the time where people will come because they may have had an experience, but are we really changing? But the great thing is that we're a hospital. You're supposed to be here. Yeah. You know? Sanctification sanctification is a lifetime process. It's ongoing. And then when it comes even to the process we as individuals don't know the expiration date on the process. Mm. We just know we're in one. Right. But we don't know when the process ends. The point we're trying to make here is this. In any position in life, whether you are a manager, whether you are a CEO, whether you are a pastor or some form of ministry leader, whether you are a business owner, whether you are a father, whether you are a husband, a brother, every position that you hold is going to require setting boundaries. If you're going to lead you can't do it in any kind of way, boundaries have to be a part of your leadership. Mandatory. Has to be. It's just mandatory. Uh, Because because it's hard to give instructions, hard instructions, when you're trying to be a friend at the same time. Man. (laughs) You said it's it's, when you when you because when you are being governed by God and you are doing what he says, then. You are a God pleaser, not a people people pleaser. pleaser. That's why they, he warns against people pleasing. Because if you are a people pleaser, you will be disobedient to God. And God is the one that sets the tone. He is the one that gives instructions. It's all about his will and his way. But if we're not careful, We'll get into into the people pleasing business because they don't like God's instructions. What do you do then? What do you do? You you better stick to what God says. I'm saying I'm I'm speaking to us leaders. Yeah, you better stick to what God says because he said. What did he say? He said, 
Don't fear those that can only the, the, harm the, the body. body. Fear the one. He's fear the one that can <laughs> destroy destroy the, the body and the, and the soul. Right. Second death. Yeah. So 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 this thing of being called by God, being anointed by God, it comes with responsibility. First and foremost is what obedience to him and his will for you and the reason why he anointed you to do what you do. Right. Word. But in order for me to preserve my obedience to God, I got to learn how to set boundaries. A word. Okay. So we're here we go to this to the word here where Jesus said, what Jesus didn't say, it, but the, but but John records that what he did not what trust entrust himself to them. I highlighted that. Yeah. In other words, he did not give his life, put his expectations into the people because he already knew how fickle they are. Jesus gives us, <sighs> think about this. One of the things that Jesus teaches early on in the scriptures is setting proper boundaries. As a first step. Uh, yes. As a part of you know what I mean? It's early on because yeah. if you do not set boundaries, People then your them. ministry will could be in jeopardy. jeopardy. You know why? Because you're more concerned with having a relationship with people than with God. First commandment, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Second commandment, love your neighbor as yourself, right? He said these two. On all the law. Hey. The law, the prophets, Okay. But you can't jump to number two without doing one. Without doing number one. <laughs> number one comes first. Why? Because God is first. So God has to be the foundation. So that's the bound, that's the original boundary setting. Exactly. Follow God, period. Exactly. Point. God is the God is the source of all things. He is the reason for all things. Right? So that that that's the part we 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 must understand mm. even in our life. That's why we just cannot, just because we love somebody, just because they cool, you know, if they don't fit into the assignment on our life or don't understand the assignment, nor have the capacity to support it. Curtains. You have to set the boundary. Bruh. Jesus loved people. He came to die for people, right? Matter, he came to die for everybody. Yeah. But it didn't mean that he buddied up with anybody that wanted his time and attention. That was even including his own family. Exactly. His brothers was. He already knew at some point that his brothers. They was, you know, I mean, they messed with him when he was supposed well, to be just going like, to that you know, piece, right? And we talk about they was messing yeah, with and men. I'm, I'm, was like, in, in, a, in our podcast episode, I'm sick of this. Boundary. I'm it, sick of this. I'm sick of this. Okay. Did his brothers let him know. They was, you know. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, your brothers. In, in other words, that. people will people will inadvertently let you know how they really feel about oh, you. Yeah. And oh, some of the most serious things are said in jest. Yes. You know? Yeah. Your family, too. Yeah, yeah. they'll run up on you. Yeah. Oh, hey, mm -hmm. Mr. Hey, Mr. Church, man. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I'm like, oh, right, you know, dude, woo, 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 woo. Yeah. 
There's a lot of shade in the accolades. Spiritual shade. There's a lot of shades in the accolades, man. man. That's why I don't. I don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. You better taste of that with a grain of salt. What you said? The handshakes, the dapping. You better take. Oh, this will kill me, bro. Yeah, you better take them. You better take them. You better take them, bros. Them (laughs) fist bumps, (laughs) those hugs, the you know what I'm saying, the daps. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Those 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 titles people will call you. Yeah. You better take that with a grain of salt because there's a lot of shade in accolades. Man. I'm serious. Bruh, that I'm biting you on that one. That's going into a piece. Okay. It's a shade <laughs> on the Magalays. Total Man Podcast. Swimming with the shark. And you are swinging with the sword. So Ooh. Jesus separated himself. And he teaches us that when you are called by God, your life must carry a level of wisdom to manage that call. Man. The first step of wisdom is to know how to set boundaries with people. Everybody that's drawn to you don't necessarily care about you. They care about why they're drawn to you. And what they can get from you. The fragrance that's on you because of what you right. are doing. Here we, here we, whether here we, here you we preach go. well, here whether we you teach we well, whether you sing Ooh, well. Oh, here we go. You know what I'm saying? Whether you speak yeah. well. Whether you speak well. What can, I, what can you do for me? Yes. Yes. So, so, so it's amazing how people are just drawn. Whenever your name is called, whatever your name is mentioned, whatever your skill or your talent is brought up, it's amazing how people are automatically have an interest about you. Would it be fair to say that the anointing is going to pull? It's designed to pull. The anointing is designed Designed to to pull. pull. You know why? Because again, the anointing is for a purpose. It's a God-given purpose. Right? Our job as believers, Mm -hmm. God calls us to pull. Okay, That's the whole point. We're pulled out of mess to be clean nut. And to be, first of all, to be saved and to be what cleaned up, Mm -hmm. to be used by God. But for the most part, we are called to be used by God to pull others out of mess that they are in. You know what I'm saying? And so once we do that, then we are walking in God's will. And when we're walking in God's will, then you're going to draw people to you because the anointing that is on your life. Sometimes the anointing is not necessarily a church thing. No, no, that's, it, what, it, that's it's, exactly it's where wherever, I want to go with it. It's wherever you yeah. go, you're called to be, you're called to minister, whether you're a hairstylist, Man. whether you are a designer, a whether water you're operator, an a engineer, water operator, a, a, whatever. You, you wash cars, yeah. you, you, sell tape, owner, you sell tapes out of your truck, the trunk of your cart, you know, whatever it is. That's what I'm talking about. The anointing is designed to what? Um, Improve the quality of the life of the individual that is drawn to you. It's all about have them having an opportunity to know more about God and what God wants for them. Okay. 
So the anointing has a fragrance on it. And people are drawn to that good smell. But the reality mm. is this. Why are you here? And you got, you know what I'm saying? Uh, word. Yeah. You, okay. You, mm. you showed up. Yeah. Yeah. You here. Are you really here? Yeah. My talent and my gifting has a good aroma, doesn't it? Yeah. It smells good. Yeah. And it looks good. And it looks good. You shine. So why are you, you here? Oily. So why are you here? Because this is the thing about anointing. The anointing would draw people, and they don't even know why they're drawn, but it's, it's because of the anointing. That's what it do. That's it's what the, it does. It's the nature of it. So now it's about you managing your relationship with those that, what, come your way. That's your responsibility. There you go. Uh, Not yeah, theirs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not no, theirs. Because so I Jesus, see, yeah, you see yeah, what yeah, Jesus yeah. did? Yeah. That's a management. That's a boundary. That's what Jesus. your responsibility. And you, see, and you see what Jesus did. Yeah, he's like. He said, but he did not entrust himself. In other words, he didn't connect with them. He just took it with a gang. He didn't buddy up. Yeah. He didn't, hey, say, we're hey, we're going to hang out. You know, let's it. do lunch. You know, he didn't do that. No. Because what? He already knew just the nature of people that they have the tendency to be drawn to something that will that's entertaining to them. That sounds good to them. That looks good to them, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're down for the cause or the reason why. You got to know why you are anointed. Do you believe? You got to know why you're anointed. Yeah. And when you know why you're anointed, you got to have the wisdom on how to manage will and secure and to preserve. All right. God will anoint you, right? But will God, will God anoint you knowing you don't know how to handle it? Gifts you know and callings. Saying? No. Uh, gifts and callings come without repentance. So first of all, mm -hmm. the gifts that God gives you comes from, in other words, he doesn't change his mind on gifting you. Right. With whatever it is that designed to give him glory. Okay. Even when it comes to, to the anointing. It's the same thing. The thing with the anointing is this. At the end of the day, will will you ask the question, will he do that? Yes, he will. It's the same reason that he will, the Holy Spirit will sin in you and you ain't fully developed. Yeah, I get that. You're still full of sin. Right. You see what grace is? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing when it comes to the anointing. Man, that man, that makes, man, for me personally, that makes grace just, that just makes grace even more, more valuable. You know, profound, like priceless, priceless. Man, that hit me hard. Priceless, man, that hit me hard. The fact that the Holy Spirit can steal this thing about the, the uh, you know, the Holy Spirit mm. will dwell in an unclean temple. Get out of here, because we died. I mean, I'm sorry, He died that we may have life. And just because he died don't mean that my sins are what gone. Yeah, because that, that my case, flesh none of us would has be not, that my flesh has not become clean. Right. No, the Holy Spirit will forever dwell dwell in unclean temples because it's his job to do the cleaning. So now it's about setting healthy boundaries. So he can do his job and we surrender, right? Because the thing about it, it's all about relationship. 
Let's go back to the second commandment. Love your neighbor as yourself. Sure. That is the foundation of a relationship. Whatever relationship we have with our neighbors, with our family, whoever that we're connected to is all about relationship. But this is the thing. All of those relationships must have its proper boundaries because there was a reason why it was only Peter, James, and John in the inner circle. And the other nine would look like on the outer circle. If I love you, I'll set boundaries. There you go. You know why? Because the call on your life is valuable. It's much more important than the relationship that society has deemed as the relationship to have. And that's that relationship where you're passive. You just allow any and everything. Yeah. You love people in spite of. Yes, we're supposed to love people in yeah. spite of, but love doesn't in spite of doesn't mean that you just gonna treat me in any kind of way. Bruh. I have to set a boundary because the call on my life requires a level of separation. And if I stay close to you, I may jeopardize my assignment because you have no idea of why God called me and for what reason he called me. I know why I'm called. That's why it's so good to get clarity on your call. Yeah. Yeah. To ask for it. There's a reason why parents must have boundaries with their children. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a reason why business owners must have boundaries with their employees. Yes. Even customers with those vendors. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Boundaries are necessary. They're mandatory. Yes. Because if you live a life without boundaries, people will be habitual line steppers and it will lower your quality, salt your anointing, and potentially blunt your blade. And do you know that not all know, you know not all impact is created equal? Yeah, I get that. Because you can be to somebody marvelous, great, outstanding. Yeah. But them being that to you, Not it ain't so the much. same. It, 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 it doesn't translate. So in other words, you, you can be someone that's actually giving more into that relationship than you receiving back. And that sometimes is a dilemma, especially with people who are dating. Yeah. Yeah. That's a major dilemma. When you don't set boundaries. And so you get heavy on one end. Well, which is period. I'm I'm just saying it can happen period because this is the thing. Just because that person is being impacted by you, they think that you may be impacted by them in the same way. And that's not the case. That's not the case. That's why somebody can be, oh, ooh, yeah, Kirkwood, ooh, man, you just, ooh, ooh, I just love this, you know, this and that. I hate I even use my yeah, name. Yeah, Kirkwood. I should, I should, Lord, I should have used somebody else. Junior. Yeah, Junior. Junior, ooh, you, ooh, you just the way you talk and the way that you had just ministered to me and the way that you have, you know, yeah. they they are heavily impacted. But Junior, on the other hand, like, yeah, uh, you straight. He ain't get nothing like that in return. Uh-huh. And so people would demand 
hey, 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 hey. You know what I'm saying? They will demand a a a relationship and demand uh, uh, having expectations in that relationship that he didn't sign up for. You know why? They're speaking out of their experience. But for, for his experience, it's not the same. Not so all. guess what? You want to go in 100%. I can't give you really but about 25. If that. Because I'm not impacted in the same way. Jesus. Same way right there. Impacted folks. Hard. Big time. Hard. Okay. Did it with these people. He impacted them. But the miracles he impacted them. What he may have done for them personally may have impacted them. But the beautiful thing about this is that Jesus knew all people. He knew the hearts of men. He knew who to have close and who to keep at a distance. You people that are listening, that God has called to be uh, walking in whatever statuses in life that you have, whatever positions in life, you must learn who to have close and who to keep keep at a distance. Man. You better ask the Lord to show you that. That's something he's going to have to reveal. And then, too, is your own wisdom, man. And the Bible says, man, if man. any man lack wisdom, let him ask, let him ask of God. He give it ask God for wisdom concerning the anointing that is on your life for the position that you stand in. He will give it freely. Wisdom to know how to manage people. Mm. Everybody that runs up mm. on you don't need to always be connected to you. Nope. Everybody don't get access. Everybody that desires for you to always communicate with them and 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 every time that they call, expect you to pick up the phone and 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 chop it up with them don't necessarily mean that they deserve that time with you. There's a wonderful button on the phone and it's red when <laughs> calling and it says ignore. Yes. That button is a boundary. Setter. Yes. It's a boundary setter. Yeah. And sometimes you got to establish that. My good friend, F-R-E-N, friend, <laughs> friend, uh, Montoya. Shout out. McGowan. She's a licensed therapist. She has a podcast herself, and we got to get her mm-hmm. on soon. But her latest podcast entitled uh, Angry Black Woman. <laughs> she talks about a situation where she established a uh, boundary, and 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 she talked about how people will seek your attention, and if you come to them immediately during the time that they ask for you. They can easily set up an expectation that every time that they do call upon you in the future, that you need to show up immediately. Do a word. Right? She said everybody needs to establish boundaries. And the thing about it, you, the person, has the authority to pick and choose who. Mm to answer to and how what? soon to do it. Okay. And say that again, bro. Yeah. I can't. The individual has the authority. You have the authority to pick and choose when you respond, 
how you respond and who you respond to. Mm. You hold that right. Jesus showed us that boundaries are necessary. He basically said when they ran up on him, bag up. Don't stand so close to me. <laughs> Ooh, bag Awkward. up. Bag up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold and there's up. nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with that. With having the mentality or holding the position in your heart saying that, hey, bag up. Yeah. Because you don't know what's on my life. And you may want to be close. You may want to be cool. You may want uh, the, the, the level of friendship based upon what you have experienced from me. But I hold the right to choose if I'm going to allow myself the same opportunity with you. And that's healthy. It is healthy. Flat out. It don't, it don't mean that I don't love you. It don't mean that I don't wish the best for you. It don't mean I don't like you. It just means that we ain't that close. Hey, man, stay close. Keep your distance. Right? Don't stand so close. Yeah. Back up. Just right here. Yeah. People, we just wanted to let you know today that there's nothing wrong with setting boundaries. And Jesus lets us know even here that early on, before he did many miracles in his three and a half years, because this right here was shortly after the wine. his first miracle. The water and wine, yeah. So early on, he shows that when you are anointed by God, when you are called by God, you're going to have people that's going to come your way. They're going to draw toward you. But everybody's not coming to you for their, all the right reasons. No. They're coming because of the show. There's some people that just want to be connected because of your performance. Hey, the hype, man. That's it. Flat out. People love to be around what looks good, what sounds, sounds good, good, what's the greatest thing. The newest they want thing. to be associated with that, but it doesn't mean that they like you or even love you or even care about you. They just like, love, and care about what you do, not who you are. A word. Man, sword. Okay. Yeah. Be man. That's why you got to establish boundaries know who is who discern what their agenda is and set a boundary set the boundary don't stand so close to me don't stand <laughs> so, close. <laughs> so close to me man we love y'all man yes we do and i'm gonna leave this right here because this is the reality of what jesus was dealing with because for some people that display of belief was not an abiding trust or true faith in Jesus as Savior, but merely a temporary belief based on the excitement caused by witnessing his miracles. These people whose belief was fleeting mm. and superficial were even representative of the followers who abandoned him later on. Sure did. Sure did. When he said what he uh, 
Those that don't eat of my flesh and drink of my blood have no part with me. And the folks heard and that. The Bible like says that what? And many, many turned, left him and followed him no more. So again, you can follow, but not be a believer. You can start out as a fan and then follow and then be a fan and a follower, but not be a but believer. Not be a believer. And if you're not a believer, you're not going to be a game changer. Which I want to end with this thought. Ask you guys a question out here. Who's really in your corner? Man, get off me. Shark has been a good one. Man, it's been a great one, man. Yeah. And I pray that what we said today has really helped you to determine what type of boundaries you set. Don't let them stand too close to you. And I want to put this plug in here. If you don't know, there's a book out called Relational Intelligence by Dr. Darius Daniels. Get that book. Mm -hmm. Your relationship IQ. Relational intelligence. Yep. Relationship IQ. Get that book. We love you. Man. God bless you all. We pray you have a wonderful day. And boundaries are your best friend. They're healthy. Yes, they are. You have been swinging with the sword. And you have been swimming with the shark. See you guys next time. Later. This podcast will influence you to be the total man that God has created you to be. You have been swinging with the sword and swimming with the shark.